Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 555, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, a very happy Friday to you. Welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Okay, so I've been promising this for a while, but next Friday, I'm going to have my Q&A speed round, which means... There are probably questions that you've asked me that I haven't answered yet. And maybe it's because my response is gonna be kind of brief. Maybe there's not a whole lot to say about it. Maybe there's not a bunch of research out there on the topic. But I wanna be sure that I answer all of your questions. So next week, I'm gonna answer four or five questions within one episode. So that's why I'm calling it a Q&A speed round. My responses will be a little bit shorter than what you're used to. But I'll get to more of your questions within that one episode. Oh, and if you're new here, I should probably introduce myself and my background. I don't refer to myself as Dr. Neil for fun. I actually do have my doctorate degree in public health with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist. Personal trainer, same thing. So needless to say, I love sharing information with you. So with that, let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hi, my name is Anna, and the question that I had is, what foods, diets, and exercises would you recommend for controlling high blood pressure? It's genetic. I've had it since way early on, and I want to pin down exactly how to control it best. Thank you so much. Thank you for your question, Anna. I want to quickly mention that your question is actually relevant to everyone, no matter how old you are or how healthy you are. This is because as we age, our blood pressure tends to increase. It's just part of aging. Now, there are a number of reasons why this happens. As you mentioned, Anna, it could be genetic. But for others, we tend to become more sedentary as we get older. Our diets aren't as varied. We are often heavier. Stress levels may go up. All of these things can increase blood pressure. But let's say someone is superhuman and does everything right. They stay trim. 
they exercise regularly, they continue to eat nutritious and balanced meals, and so on. Even under these optimal conditions, their blood pressure will likely still go up as they get older. This is because as we age, our arteries, those oh-so-important blood vessels that carry oxygen and nutrients to all of our organs, just don't function as well as they should. Arteries should normally be smooth and clean on the inside to allow blood to flow easily through. And at the same time, they should be elastic, meaning when blood is rushing through them, this puts a bit of pressure on the inside of the artery, forcing it to expand and bulge out. But arteries are built to handle this. They should be able to snap back under this kind of pressure, kind of like a brand new rubber band. But as we age, just like an old rubber band, the arteries lose some of that elasticity. The lining also becomes damaged and starts to develop that nasty plaque, which makes it more difficult for blood to flow through them. All of this means that the heart has to send more blood with more force with each beat. As a result, our blood pressure goes up. So how do you know whether you actually have high blood pressure? The American Heart Association says you have high blood pressure, sometimes called hypertension, same thing, when either of the following conditions are met. One, the quote-unquote top number, your systolic blood pressure, is greater than or equal to 140. And or, number two, the bottom number, your diastolic blood pressure, is greater than or equal to 90. Basically, this means when you get your blood pressure read at the doctor's office, the first number they say to you should be less than 140. The second number should be less than 90. So let's say the last time you were at the doctor's office, your blood pressure reading was 138 over 90. The first number, 138, is high, but it's still less than 140. So, so far, so good. The second number was 90. If the second number is greater than or equal to 90, then this means you would have high blood pressure. So in this case, we would say it's possible you have high blood pressure or hypertension. But I need to also mention that when you go to the doctor's office, the blood pressure reading they give you may be inaccurate. This is because many of us get nervous when we're at the doctor's office. And when we're nervous, guess what happens to our blood pressure? It goes up. Or maybe we're there because we're sick. This can also increase your blood pressure. So it's always important to try and get an accurate reading whenever possible. The best time and best place to do this would be right after you wake up in the morning, before you get out of bed. And ideally, you would wanna get at least three more readings on different days to be sure that it's accurate. All right, let's assume this protocol was followed and the blood pressure reading you got was still high. Besides going on blood pressure-lowering medications, what can you do? Here are my suggestions. Tip number one. Think about changing your exercise routine. Check with your doctor first, but try and incorporate some high-intensity interval training, or HIIT, abbreviated H-I-I-T. We're learning that this type of exercise is relatively safe and can dramatically improve heart health and possibly lower blood pressure. At the very least, mix up your routine. If you normally jog, try sprinting for a bit. If you lift weights, take a shorter rest period between sets. With regards to weight training specifically, It's not ideal to lift heavy when you have high blood pressure, especially when you're just starting out. So it'd be better to start with lighter weights and aim for more repetitions per set. But no matter what, if you stay consistent with your exercise routine, chances are your blood pressure will drop. Tip number two. Now you've heard me say this before, but think about lowering your intakes of salt or sodium, same thing. You might be thinking, wait, 
Wasn't salt and blood pressure just a myth? Uh, no. What we're learning is that some individuals are salt or sodium sensitive, meaning they do experience an increase in blood pressure when they consume salt. Now, this doesn't happen to everyone, which is part of the reason why we see conflicting evidence with some of the research findings. How do you know if you're salt sensitive? You really don't know unless you and your doctor test for it specifically, which can be challenging. So that's why we recommend that everyone consider reducing their salt intakes just to be safe. And you don't have to completely get rid of salt in your diet. Even a slight decrease can have an effect on your blood pressure. Tip number three, increase your consumption of potassium-rich foods. Potassium is kind of amazing in that it can help offset the damage from consuming too much salt. So if you tend to eat a lot of salty foods, it may help to consume those foods that are rich in potassium to counterbalance that. Now, if someone has a pre-existing health condition like kidney disease or a history of heart attack or stroke, you have to be careful here. Too much potassium can be a problem. But for most everyone else, consuming potassium-rich foods can be very helpful. These foods include leafy green vegetables like spinach and broccoli, tomatoes, sweet potatoes, cantaloupe, bananas, citrus fruits, nuts, and even animal products like salmon. These are all good sources. And the added benefit, of course, is that most of these foods are high in other nutrients too. And lastly, tip number four, consider losing weight. Now, without knowing your weight, Anna, I can't say whether your body weight is appropriate, but even a small drop in body weight, like five or 10 pounds, can be enough to help drop your blood pressure by a few points. If you're already underweight or at a normal weight, Don't stress about this one. All right, I hope you feel empowered. If this seems like too much, if it's overwhelming for you, remember that even if you incorporate just one of the tips I mentioned and you do it consistently, it will make a difference. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Thank you again for your question, Anna. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, it's happening tonight at midnight. 
So send in an audio question today to be entered. You can do that at oldpodcast.com slash ask, or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. I hope you had a wonderful week. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Have a wonderful holiday weekend for those of you in the US. And I'll see you back here on Monday, even though it's a holiday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.